In the year 2030, a shopping trip is done via virtual reality. A new jacket you buy is made of material that also delivers your vitamins. And the company that sells that jacket creates the item out of recycled clothing. Those are a few of the trends consumers might see in the next decade, a topic under discussion by students in a class taught by Jennifer Johnson Jorgensen. She's an assistant professor in the Department of Textiles, Merchandising, and Fashion Design at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Sustainability will be the top thing to be looking out for in the future. We will see more and more sustainable brands starting up, and the popularity of those brands will increase. We will also see some minimalistic clothing, and we will also see uh, clothing that works for either gender. In this episode of Faculty 101, we follow Dr. Jorgensen's path from Minnesota to New York to Nebraska, and we learn what rural retailers need to do to survive. Okay, you should switch partners now. To be able to inspire young people. Here's <laughs> your finals. It's really rewarding. I love the students. Welcome to Faculty 101, life hacks and success stories from Nebraska faculty. First up, orientation. Who is Jennifer Johnson Jorgensen? So we are going to jump into working on mock interviews. I wanted to Jennifer Jorgensen sets up a professional development exercise for her students. They sit at tables facing each other and conduct interviews. Before joining the faculty, Dr. Jorgensen worked in marketing and merchandising for Calvin Klein and Puritan's Pride Vitamins. She brings that experience to the classroom to benefit students like Audrey Foster. Oh, Dr. Jorgensen is amazing. She, yeah, she's just, I love how she keeps the industry in mind with a lot of what she teaches us. Audrey dreams about a career with 4-H, the youth program she was involved in growing up in Broken Bow, Nebraska. I love textiles, love fashion, but my career path is I want to um, educate youth and educate them on both textiles and a whole bunch of other topics. So I want to go into extension and work with 4-H through youth and everything. 4-H was part of Dr. Jorgensen's experience too. She's from northern Minnesota and followed a path that included a stint at New York's Fashion Institute of Technology before doing her graduate work at UNL. Dr. Jorgensen says UNL offers students like Audrey a holistic education. We are teaching everything from menswear, womenswear, children's wear. We are teaching textile science, so everything from the fiber all of the way to the consumer and how we would sell to the consumer. She says it's an academic background that prepares students for anything. When times get tough, when the economy tanks, our students are in a better position because they can step into many different roles, whereas somebody who has a very specialized education just can't do that. And that's actually one of the reasons why I had an opportunity at Calvin Klein was because they had laid off 50% of the workforce because those individuals were very specialized and then ended up bringing on people like me who could step into multiple different areas. Next up, lab work, a deep dive into research and creative activity. In 
In 10 years, when consumers go shopping, they might be sitting at home wearing virtual reality glasses. Dr. Jorgensen studies how consumers use technology to gather information and make purchasing decisions. She studied social media sites like Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram, and eventually moved into the area of virtual or augmented reality. Consumers wearing headsets enter a store online, pick up a garment, and look it over, all from the comfort of home. And you are able to move around the store, you're able to pick garments up off of the fixture, and what's great about virtual reality is when a consumer picks something off of the fixture, they can see the product description, they can see the sizing chart, they can see that particular product walking down the runway if they want to, they can see a 360 degree view of that product on a person. Another thing I love about virtual reality in retail is that you can customize your store experience based on what you want. So if you want a crowd in the store, you can have a crowd in the store. If you want to shop alone, you can shop alone. If you want to hear music, or if you don't want to hear music, you can customize it so that you have those experiences. While virtual or augmented reality keeps consumers at home, Dr. Jorgensen also studies retail in rural communities and how businesses can keep their doors open. One of the biggest ways that rural retail can survive is, of course, creating an experience for the consumer. Consumers are wanting an experience when they are shopping in a brick-and-mortar store. And luckily, rural retailers are very well situated to be able to provide that for consumers because typically the manager or the business owner is the person that's typically there running the store. And so they can create those relationships with consumers. Successful retailers incorporate everything from trunk shows and classes to personal shopping and excellent customer service. Research helps them know what works and what doesn't. They don't have the time to figure out these things on their own because the fashion industry moves so quickly. And so they need us to help supplement the information that they're using to figure out what their consumer wants and how they find information about their consumer. For her students, Dr. Jorgensen encourages a willingness to conduct research and find innovative solutions. They absolutely have to be problem solvers. That is the number one skill that they have to have in the industry because our industry has problem after problem after problem and they are going to be the leaders of that change. And so first and foremost, they have to have those problem solving skills. And that does tie back to research. They have to have enough information to go into a meeting in the industry and say, these are the changes that need to be happening because of this information. Ready for office hours? How did Jennifer Jorgensen get here? Dr. Jorgensen has always been curious, even in the early years of her Minnesota childhood. Even as a baby, my mom would joke that she always was looking at the back of my head because I wanted to see out across the room instead of looking at one person who's holding me. And so I've always been wanting to observe everybody and everything around me. And that has definitely continued as I've moved forward. And I feel like I've kind of created a career out of it because I now observe consumers in the retail space. An interest in retail and merchandising can be traced back to a childhood obsession with barcodes. Nine, 
I wanted to be a grocery store cashier because of the UPCs and scanning the UPCs. So I would have my parents, of course, buy groceries, bring them into the house, and I would pull out a placemat and it, I would pretend that it was the scanner and I would scan in every single item to our house. But grocery store clerk wasn't her career of choice. A 4-H event called Fashion Review influenced Dr. Jorgensen's interest in the world of design and merchandising. And she picked up business skills from her parents. My family also owned different businesses. And so, as my parents would say, we would hire and fire and make all of the decisions around the dinner table. And so I definitely learned a lot about business through that experience as well. Now it's time for a pop quiz. Random questions, life hacks, and wisdom for all of us. When the former Meghan Markle, now Duchess of Sussex, wore Rothy's shoes, the fashion spotlight zeroed in on the brand that's made from plastic water bottles. Jorgensen says the shoes are one example of a strong trend in the industry. All of the companies who have some kind of sustainability initiative or another um, socially responsible initiative, those are the companies that are doing the best right now. What's her style? It's pretty basic. I like to stick to solid colors just because they are more sustainable. So I can wear something that I've purchased for decades instead of just a year or two. And so I definitely stick to some of those classic pieces where I can just rewear them over and over again and I can get my money's worth out of them that way. She admits to a love of online shopping, but her favorite stress-busting habit is... I absolutely love spending time with my dog. I have a 20-pound mutt, and he loves to go outside. He loves to go for walks. Dr. Jorgensen's favorite quote comes from something she saw on a visit to the Nobel Peace Prize Center in Oslo, Norway. The impossible is what takes a little longer. And I feel like that really speaks to me because when I started this position, I had so many different things I wanted to do and I wanted to get them all done now. <laughs> and I realized very quickly, there's no way that I could get everything done now because it was impossible. But day by day, year by year, I could chip away at it and eventually I will get to what seems like impossible right now. Her advice for others? I would say my life hack would be to demonstrate gratitude and be grateful for the opportunities that you have and express that to the people who have provided those opportunities. I try to convey to my students as often as possible, say thank you for the big things and of course the little things too, because you could make somebody's day. And then if they need you, they know they can rely on you. If you need them again, you know you can rely on them as well. It's time for graduation day and final thoughts. Students in Dr. Jorgensen's classes are passionate about issues facing the fashion and retail industry. Kylie Hickson, a fashion merchandising major, says before she shops a company or a brand, she does her research. I'm a big into research now, ever since kind of taking um, Professor Jorgensen's class. Uh, she really emphasized that it's important to look into the backgrounds, and so I always check if they're sustainable, just making sure you know 
what they're about and kind of their standards is always important to me now. Dr. Jorgensen says the industry needs more students with the ability to deal with challenges of the future. We need people who are problem solvers, critical thinkers. We need people who are interested in things like chemistry because that's a huge component of what we do. We need people who can think in um, a very technical way because we do a lot of technical design and product design. Uh, we need people who are very interested in math because the merchandising component involves a lot of math. We need people with great analytical skills. And we also need people who are just genuinely interested in the industry. Because if they aren't interested in the industry, they will burn out very quickly because of how fast-paced the industry is. Many of her students will walk across the stage this year and pick up their diplomas. Jorgensen says it's gratifying to be part of their experience. I absolutely love working with students, and I love sharing the experiences that I've had in the industry with them and getting them to think about how they can change the industry for the better. That's it for this edition of Faculty 101. In the show notes, we link to more information about Jennifer Jorgensen. Faculty 101 is produced by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln.